Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to talk about ServiceNow Virtual Agent with product manager Darius Kumari and software engineer Nathan Holm. We'll be talking about what VA can do to streamline the interactions between a company and its customers and employees. Stay tuned. Joining us today are Darius Kumari and Nathan Holm from our virtual agent program. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Pleasure to be here today. First off, let me ask, uh, Darius, what's your role here at the company? Absolutely. So I'm a senior product manager here focusing on the service experience in IT service management. So anything from a walk-up experience to a virtual agent to even products like Embedded Help, just any persona that works with the platform and really making sure that their experience, whether they're an end user or a request from the business or someone more technical or a technician, they can have an enjoyful and productive time on the platform. Okay. And uh, how about when you're not here at work? What do you like to do? Absolutely. So as you know, we're, we're blessed enough to be here in San Diego. And I love, you know, catching the waves, surfing, even longboarding on the ground if need be. So it's always a good time out here. Okay, thanks. And Nathan, how about you? What do you do here? Um, I'm a software engineer with the ITSM team. I've been working on um, the virtual agent, uh, building conversations with that for our customers. And uh, how about when you're not here at work? What do you like to do? Um, I'm part of a flag football league, and I also like play volleyball. So not quite into the water just yet, but uh, getting there. Okay, sounds good. Okay, well, to start off, for folks who don't know, could you tell us just what is Virtual Agent? Absolutely, Steve. So the Virtual Agent product now allows our customers to go out and actually deploy a conversational user interface for the traditional business transactions. So we're talking about things like creating an issue in the system, an incident record, for example, checking a status, doing approvals, all those common tasks that you previously usually went to a service portal for or some other self-service channel. Or even you came into the platform user interface and you used lists and forms. We want to take that experience and bring it to the users with adapters for things like Slack and Teams. We're actually taking that experience from the platform, taking that conversational user interface on top and pushing it out to where those users are to meet them and give them the service they need. Okay. Well, let me ask about a little more detail then. Um, what does VA consist of? Uh, so for the software, we have our, our clients. Um, so you can go through Service Portal and be able to talk to the virtual agent through that. We also have integrations with Slack and Microsoft Team. So when a user starts um, working with the client, we can ask them questions about te like a, a text input or ask for a date or time, and the user can enter this information. We will have like yes, no questions or a choice list so they can pick pick, um, for example, we could have a, what, the, what is the urgency of your incident? And they'd have high, medium, or low, and they'd be able to choose from this list. Um, we also have the ability to upload an image through the client, and we can show them an image carousel. So it kind of wraps around and shows multiple images that they can select and choose from. Um, from the bot side, from the agent side, um, we were able to show them text, give them links, um, different images, uh, card views of the actual um, 
records, and we can also give them HTML um, and different output through that. What does it look like from the user's side? What does the user see? Um, so in that case, they'll see the the client itself. So it's kind of just like talking on Slack or through a, a messenger. Um, you just type in what you're trying to do, and then you'll get a response from from the agent. And through that, there's also, as I said, with like the choice list or Boolean, you'll kind of get buttons like yes or no, or something that you can actually pick versus just typing in uh, what you're looking for. So we have that option as well. Yeah, and something that I'll, I'll mention that is a little bit more unique on our end is as a user types in that initial question or phrase, you know, it could be something like, hey, I want to buy a development laptop or I want to order a development laptop or search the knowledge base. That virtual agent is actually going to bring up all its matching conversation topics or the different things it can actually support. And one of the great things about that is as a user, there's not this black box behind the virtual agent. You're not confused in terms of, is it going to know what I'm asking it? It provides all its abilities, so to speak, upfront. So you can see the full list of what that virtual agent can actually handle and help you with without any of that mystery and back and forth really not getting anywhere. Um, how about different platforms? This is implemented on different platforms, right? Well, as I said, we, can have, we have a Slack integration and we have a Microsoft Teams integration as well. And Nathan, is it easy to uh, enable those different adapters. And, Ab you know. Absolutely, <laughs> Darius. It's a simple configuration through the ServiceNow platform and then a couple of configurations that you need to do on, on Slack and Microsoft yeah, and, Teams to get that set up. And I think the great part, Nathan, that the, you and team, you know, you did when building this is we, we take care from a ServiceNow perspective of all that translation that goes on in the back end. As you use our visual designer to create those different field types Nathan mentioned from a image carousel versus a daytime picker, et cetera, we actually are doing the translation in terms of what does that mean when you're asking that same question on Slack versus Teams? Because those interfaces, they don't have exactly the same input controls that we may have on ServiceNow. So it's this great concept of build once on our platform and deploy on many platforms. Correct. Well, and, and how about from the developer's perspective? What does it look like to the guy who is trying to implement this thing for interactions for customers and um, it's, it's pretty straightforward, actually. I mean, um, so when you start off, you'll just see like a. if you want to create a new topic, you click on this, you enter the name of your topic and you add some keywords. As Davis was saying that when you type in, I want to request a new laptop, those keywords like request and laptop will be what kind of gets you into that conversation flow. Once you have that saved, uh, you can click on the edit topic flow and that'll actually bring up the designer and the canvas. And uh, the user will see like a start node and an end node with a little line between that. And then on the left-hand side, you'll see all these different nodes that you can choose from and add to this uh, page, this designer, so you can get your flow uh, up and, and running. So as I said before, we have those user inputs like uh, text, date time, Boolean, choice lists. Um, also, we have the bot responses like text, links, image outputs, um, HTML. So all those can be added. And we also have some utilities as well, such as a decision. So for example, if you have that Boolean choice where the user picks yes or no, you want to handle, okay, what do I do if the user says yes? What do I want to do if the user says no? How do I handle that? So we have this decision output that allows you to create different branches for your conversation flow. Well, I was just going to ask, um, I think I remember seeing um, diagrams, like a Visio diagram, so yes, you can structure this whole thing visually. Yep, absolutely. And if you worked with Workflow before, too, it kind of looks like that, and that you can just kind of create this, this uh, node and graph structure. 
So yes, exactly. Kind of looks like that. Um, other utilities that we have are script actions. So you can create your own scripts to do your uh, meet your business needs. Whatever you're trying to trying to do, you can do that through our scripting. We also have a record lookup and a record action. So you can either uh, insert or update one of our our records. Um, one other thing to know is we also do have variables. Um, so they're kind of like global variables that you can use throughout the flow. It uh, keeps track of certain information. Uh, one thing to note, though, is that these are only string right now. So um, you'll need to be able to cast them to, to integer or Boolean if you want to use that functionality. Uh, you can also store JSON objects in these string values as well. So that kind of helps make things easier and helps keep track of your state uh, as you're going through your conversation flows for a designer's point of view. So in this video style diagram, it's as easy of a as a drag and drop of that script block. And just like that, you can actually connect to a third party system. You know, maybe it's for additional AI slash ML features like NLP. Maybe it's for something like sentiment analysis and you want to trigger, you know, by script, a live agent handoff just directly through the flow programmatically. You can do that. Or a very common ask, too, is maybe you want to connect or search for content outside of ServiceNow and have that bot delivering that content wherever it may live through that conversation back to the user. Absolutely. So when a user is interacting with the bot, does the bot always understand what it's going to say or what happens if the bot has trouble? Exactly. So there's these, you know, these today, these keywords that we match to these different topics. And in not all cases, will you have a matching topic for a keyword? So when we detect that there's a user input that's foreign, it's not really understood and a user press enter, it'll actually give you other options such as the ability to, you know, call support, send an email to support or do a seamless handoff to a live agent. So today we have this connect support feature that allows live agents to monitor queue and basically pick up chats and talk back to the user. And the great part of how we did it is when you trigger that live agent handoff, that end user, that user, they stay in that same client where they were. And they are notified that, hey, this human has now entered the chat and they can continue seamlessly that chat between the user and the human. Once the human says, okay, great, I helped you. I'm closing my chat. Then it'll revert back to that virtual agent again. So really seamless. And an important note is the user always knows, you know, are they talking to that bot versus is it a human in the loop? We make it very clear when that escalation does occur that, hey, we're bringing a human in for that additional support. Well, back a few months ago, ServiceNow acquired a nice little company called Parlo, and they specialize in AI and natural language processing. And I'm wondering how those technologies fit into VA. Yeah, and this one was big for us. You know, this uh, talking to a lot of customers and talking, if you look at a lot of these just industry trends, when you look at virtual agent technology, you could almost say that this concept of NLP slash NLU is almost synonymous. Usually you, under, you expect that when you're talking to a bot, it's doing some kind of natural language parsing and understanding in terms of what are the different grammatical and semantic roles of that speech? You know, is there a entity like a noun, like, hey, I have an issue with my laptop that you can parse out and maybe say, oh, that's a CI. You know, maybe you're talking in natural language and say, hey, I need this uh, task due by five o'clock, parsing out that date time without needing to explicitly bring up a date time picker. A lot of advantages that Parlo brings us in terms of A, that big concept of natural language understanding, allowing us to create those models in-house, train on those different uh, utterances, you know, ways to say a specific intent. And then B, the other big value add is this concept of intent discovery. So we'll actually look at with Parlo technology, we'll look at all your data 
and we'll be able to surface up and tell you where do we see the clusters of common issues. So we could say maybe, you know, here's a cluster of 18 incidents all regarding can't connect to VPN. Here's a cluster of 20 incidents all regarding password reset, you know, et cetera. And that's valuable because standing up a virtual agent, you know, it isn't the magic beans and the beanstalk, if you will. You can't just throw data at it, turn it on, and all of a sudden it's running a help desk for you. These are generally very supervised efforts to train the models, to train and build the conversation trees using that designer, and then you deploy it. So before you do that heavy investment, or not necessarily heavy, but that investment of actually developing that conversation tree, you want to make sure that you're actually addressing a common user need. So that's the great part with this uh, Parlo acquisition is A, we get that NLU, which will allow our conversations to be much more natural and even throughout the entire platform to begin using natural language as a way to build conditions, to get queries in the system, to get data out of the system, etc. And then B, using that intent discovery to actually recommend to you as a customer saying, hey, here's the common issues that we found. You should be developing virtual agent conversations to handle these or even traditional other you know, deflection mechanisms like a knowledge article or a piece of orchestration automation to solve those common clusters of issues. So what does a user need to do to get up and running with VA? So the VA is an actual main plugin, so you'll have to go into high and request it. Uh, so there's the Glide Virtual Agent, which consists of everything that you need. We also have the Virtual Agent Service Portal widgets. So you can install this and then add the Virtual Agent onto your service portal, and you'll be able to talk to the Virtual Agent through it. Uh, we also have different um, plugins for conversations. We have the ITSM Virtual agent, um, human resources, and customer service as well. Uh, under ITSM, we have different uh, conversations like order an item, create an incident, or an IT ticket, um, uh, request approvals. Um, we also have knowledge search. So things like that are available right now. So you'll just be able to go in, you'll be able to tweak them, uh, make them uh, meet your business needs. And then one thing, uh, they'll in the, the they're not published yet, so once you have them ready, you just need to click publish, and then they'll be available through our, our integrations. So we also do have those um, Slack integration and uh, Microsoft Teams integrations, which are very easy to set up. Just a couple of configurations that you need to perform on the platform and a couple configurations that you need to do on the uh, Slack side or Microsoft Teams side as well. Okay, that sounds pretty quick then. So it's not really a great deal of setup required to do basic functions. That's correct. There's not that much setup that you need to do and until you're ready to do something that's more business specific. Uh-huh. And then you can use what what is provided with the product as a model and expand on that to to do things that are tailored to your own business. Absolutely. So all those conversations that we have uh, created are basic models that you can use and see how things were done for your best practices and understanding uh, how we've done things. Well, for listeners who are interested in learning a little more about this, where can they go to see this thing in action? Check it out. Absolutely. And there's going to be our standard product documentation, of course, available. You'll see some posts on the community. And I'm sure if you have a local you know, user group, your local snugs in your area, I always recommend heading out to those events because it's very common for us to show some of our new upcoming functionality that we have coming in the product. Now, before we end today, Steve, I definitely wanted to touch a you know a final note on the value of the virtual agent product itself because it really there's a myriad you know I, I would say a plethora of different personas that this product applies to. 
you look at the end user. The end user, they can receive immediate support from this virtual agent. It's always accessible and it's accessible on the channels that they're used to and they live in already today like Slack. Now, next for the agent, they love these types of features because they... You know, I talked to a lot of agents when you get these low complexity issues that at the end of the day is just a knowledge article. It's like, come on, why didn't you just read the knowledge base article? Please let me use my time on higher value, add more complex and for the agent, more fulfilling activities. Next for the admin, we just mentioned how easy it is to deploy. We've created 10 out of the box conversations for our customers to just turn on for ITSM. You know, you adapt them, you make tweaks for your business processes and your specific vernacular that you'd like to use. You go ahead and that visual designer we built, we meant for it to be easy, drag and drop to use. You can export those flows like a diagram, share them throughout the business and have people understand, okay, this is what the flow supports. And then finally, when you go all the way, you know, top of the chain, CIOs, they're looking for that not only digital transformation, but getting towards more of that AI in their business, more of that RPA, robotic process automation, et cetera. And this is along that maturity journey, one of the first steps we see a lot of those customers taking in that AI journey as a virtual agent solution to provide consistent results to increase their uh, ability to handle volume in the help desk, cut down on that time to resolution, and then ultimately have more time to prepare for the future of greater automation in the help desk. Can you tell me what conversations the VA comes with out of the box? Absolutely. So we have check IT ticket status, open IT ticket, order an item, search knowledge base, system status, process approval, my assigned equipment, reset password, update assigned task, and create change request. Thanks, Nathan. And one thing that we definitely aimed for with this initial release is these conversations for ITSM, they're requester-focused meaning a majority of them are meant to help you serve those end users first, you know, and in the future, we're going to be eyeing more fulfiller oriented conversations, things around DevOps, et cetera. But for that first release and where we see the best value for you as a customer, it's around that requester, that incident deflection, and that instantaneous self-service to your users in the channels they're comfortable with. Well, I just want to thank you both very much for coming and joining us today and uh, for sharing the insight into, into VA. Well, thanks for having us. Always a pleasure, Steve. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or Now Support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.